Welcome to Sports Scene with Steve Russell. Let's talk some sports and have some lunch on ESPN 98.1 FM and 8.50 AM WRUF. We have made it, ladies and gentlemen. F-R-I-D-A-Y. It's Friday. Welcome to a Friday edition of Sports Scene. ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM WRUF. I'm Steve Russell. Time to eat some lunch and talk some sports. Michael producing with his Celtics gear on today. Yeah. Game four coming up. Um, we're going to talk about a lot of different things today. Actually, it's a really good sports day in the sense of a lot of stuff happening. Forget for a moment game four of the NBA Finals. Forget for a moment the Lightning have stormed back in the Eastern Conference Finals, to go up against the Rangers 3-2. to two. Forget that for a minute. The other day, I said to you, one of the questions I posed during the, during the show was, why is softball so popular? Why is softball getting record television ratings? And if you watched the World Series Final, that place was packed. Why is that? Well, last night, last night was one of the reasons why the sport is popular. Jocelyn Allo, who plays for Oklahoma, arguably is one of the best softball players to ever play the game. Ever. Oklahoma... What what were they, 59-3, and some ridiculous record like that? They won the championship again. They just dominated Texas. But Oklahoma took her out of the game with one out to go in the game. Patty Grasso, the Oklahoma coach, deserves a lot of credit for that. And it brought that kid to tears. The crowd just reacting. That's what makes the sport so good. The other day, I saw an article, and I get it. You know, one of the things on this show I try to do is to separate politics and sports, but sometimes. They intertwine. There was an article that I read. I don't even remember who wrote it. But it said that maybe Oklahoma should not be allowed to host the World Series anymore because politicians there were going to pass stricter abortion laws. So as a female athlete, right, as females playing the sport, why would you play there? This is the article, not me. Do I understand the premise of the article? Yep, I do. But I promise you nobody in that stadium last night was thinking about that. They were thinking they're watching the game, the sport being played at its purest level, Nobody cared about NIL. 
Nobody cared about million-dollar salaries. It was just women out there playing high-level softball, and that's what attracts fans. They don't have to worry. Look, maybe Jocelyn Allo's got two million NIL deals. I don't know. All I know is I've been to that place, and it's a great venue, and you saw last night why it is as popular as it is. They're not talking about golfers splitting off from the PGA. They're not talking about you know what, what's wrong with NIL and what's wrong with college athletics and why are coaches being paid too much money. They're not talking about any of that. They're just watching a sport which has exploded in popularity become really, really fun to watch. And I must tell you, you know, I did softball games for a long time here, uh, some under Tim Walton, some under the previous coach. It is fun to watch because they, they, they just they, they go out and play for the game and for themselves and for their teammates. Not that other sports don't. They do. But that's the one that's getting the national attention. And, frankly, fun to watch. Congratulations to Oklahoma. They were really, really good. This story is interesting because it could affect the Southeastern Conference. And this is also going to tell you how much money there is in sports now. Cincinnati, Houston, and UCF will now officially join the Big 12 next year, about a year from now, give or take, July 1. Okay? They reached an exit agreement with the American, the American Athletic Conference. Okay? Remember, Oklahoma and Texas are supposed to come to the SEC in 2025. So if that stays there, well, then the Big 12 is going to be having a lot of teams for a couple of years. Okay? BYU also going to the Big 12. Uh, They're going next year as well. Um, So if they stay, the Big 12 would be at 14 teams for two seasons. Will there be a domino effect here? Why, if you're the Big 12, I get having Oklahoma and Texas in your league, but do you want them to muddle things up for two years and scheduling and all of that? According to the, to the terms of the agreement, Cincinnati, Houston, and UCF will each, each pay $18 million dollars to exit the American. They had been paying $10 million in four annual payments through 2024. Then they agreed to pay an additional $8 million spread over 12 payments from 2025 to 2036. So they're going to be paying for this in 2036. Here you go, American. Here's your check. We've been in the other league now for you know, 13 years, but here's your check in 2036. Holy smokes. But again, that's the price of doing business. Now, think of the teams that left, right? Cincinnati, pretty good. Houston, UCF, BYU, pretty good, right? You know who they added? 
UAB, FAU, Charlotte, North Texas, Rice, and UT San Antonio. That doesn't have the same ring to it, does it? Doesn't. Congratulations to Florida because the Florida women's program wins the USA Today uh, Network Southeastern Conference All Sports title, the 24th Women's All SEC Sports Championship. That was started by Jeremy Foley in large part. He wanted to make sure that women's athletics had an equal shake, and he put his money where his mouth was, and that's Florida's 24th title. Tennessee. Remember I told you Tennessee hadn't won a damn thing? They hadn't. They won their first SEC overall all-sports title. They also got the SEC men's all-sport championship, first time since 2007 and 2008. So today, I'm going to ask you this. What kind of uh, athletic season do you think Florida had? Now, Florida was second in the SEC with four titles. Gymnastics, men's tennis, men's swimming, and women's track. Uh, And then Florida won the lacrosse, but that's not in the SEC. Now, we have some guests we're going to bring on today, so we're going to get your calls. um, Of course, the day that I have guests, the phone lines are cranked. So I'll take one, but then I have to get to my interview and uh, but I'll tell you when they're going to come on. About twelve twenty, about twelve thirty, and about one o five if everything goes right. So I'll get Mike quickly. Mike, hello. Hey Steve, how you doing, buddy? All right. Yeah, uh, I think the reason, uh, or some of the reasons why uh, softball has become so popular, it's the joy that they play the game with. You don't see bad sportsmanship. It, you know, it's just, just it's a joy, and it's, there's no stress. Also, it's a lot faster than baseball. Although I could do away with the pitcher walking off the mound every time and then coming back, uh, I could speed it up a little bit. But it's just a fun game to watch. Uh, and I'm, you know, I'm, I'm happy for the women's program too, because they put as much effort into this as any of the men's programs, and it's nice to see them rewarded. To me, the softball team had a great year, uh, even though they didn't win a championship. When you make it. To, to Oklahoma City, to me, that's a great year. And I think the men's team, the men's baseball team, had a good year. Uh, so, you know, you know it's, and especially with the coaches, to me, those two coaches have a lifetime contract. What they have done for this university, uh, I just would never doubt them at all. As long as they want to coach here, I think they've got a job. So, um, you know, it was it was a to me a great program for softball and a good good year for uh, baseball. Okay, all right, Mike. Thank you for your call, uh, Mike. Hello, hey Steve, how are you doing? Good. Yeah, so you're telling me these teams that are going to the Big Twelve, they're going to be paying on the uh, Bobby Bonilla plan? That's correct. They are. Yeah, uh, softball. You know, I think like the last uh, caller hit on the head. It's a, it's a much fast paced game. It's seven innings. It's not nine. But the biggest thing is. 
the, the runners can't lead off bases, so the pitcher's not thrown over the first base five or six times the batter. You know, the batter's not stepping out every other pitch and adjusting his batting gloves. You know, the catcher's not going out there five times an inning to talk to people. I mean, baseball could take, take a lesson from softball. And on softball, though, you think it's possible, but I kind of doubt it because there's so many ballparks that they need to move the fences back. Uh, I actually am going to have, I hope, a couple of national softball people on to talk about that when they get a chance to breathe because I, I've asked Tim Walton that. Um, most of the people I have talked to, Mike, say no, um, but I think it's a discussion point. And lastly, you being a Rangers fan, do you think the uh, Madison Square Garden faithful uh, should have kept their mouth shut saying their goalie's better? Yeah, I mean, you know, yeah. I mean, now, Sure. But, you know, that's what fandom, that's what fans do. All right, thanks a lot, Steve. Mike, thank you. Steve, I have to get you at a, a different time here because I have a guest coming up, 1216. Time check brought to you by Hayes, Chillery, ESPN, 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF. Gainesville Sports Center, here's what's trending now on ESPN, 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF. Good afternoon, I'm Jamie Goldman. The Tampa Bay Rays head to Minnesota tonight to begin a three-game series with the Twins. The Rays look to stay hot in this one after sweeping the Cardinals. Coverage for that one will be right here starting at 7.30. In the aftermath of a breakout season, Gators left fielder Wyatt Lankford has been invited to USA Collegiate National Team Training Camp. The Florida Gators were honored this morning by USA Today and received the SEC Women's All-Sports title. This is the Gators' 24th Women's All-Sports title in program history. The overall all-sports title was awarded to the University of Tennessee. That marks the Volunteers' first all-sports title in program history. Florida finished second in overall all-sports honors. That's your Gainesville Sports Center. I'm Jamie Goldman. ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF. Well, you, you know what the gas price They continue to rise, and there's no end in sight. Well, that means if you're looking for a vehicle you may be very picky in the one that you're looking to get. Southeast Car Agency knows that, and they know because they've always tried to get the widest selection and the widest variety of vehicles to their place of business, and they're doing that today. They understand that you have to have a wide selection because some people are just going to want to get a smaller vehicle with better gas mileage because of what's happening with gas prices. Go online, secars.com. You'll see the vehicles they have. You will see the selection. You will see the variety. If you want to go see them in person, you can do that, too, at Northeast 39th Avenue in Gainesville. You can check them out for yourself. Test drive the vehicles as well. The Cousins family has run this business for 40-plus years. That says something, too. Their longevity, their quality, and just look around town. There's a really good chance you're going to see vehicles with Southeast Cardency tags all over the place. Do what I do. Shop Southeast Car Agency today. When you go see them in person, tell them Sports Scene sent you to Southeast Car Agency. Wonderful product. I've lost 111 pounds using that product. 111 pounds. You could not believe the difference. I went from a size 48 pant to a 33 pant, and I've maintained that now for over almost a year now. Yeah, absolutely. Andro 400 has helped me lose 111 pounds, and I've maintained my weight for almost a year now. Thanks, James, for that inspiring testimony and 111 good reasons to choose Andro 400. The most effective and natural way to lose belly fat, increase libido, gain energy, 
strength and muscle while safely boosting your testosterone levels. So guys, how many reasons do you need for trying Andro 400? Well, here are two more great reasons. Order now and get free shipping plus an additional $6 off when you use the code SAVE6. That's SAVE6. Call 888-400-0435. 888-400-0435 or go to andro400.com. andro400.com. The best offer ever is back at International Diamond Center. Five years, zero interest financing on practically everything. That $3,000 eternity band is just $50 a month. Buy now and spread your payments over five years with zero interest. Rings, earrings, pendants, bracelets. Don't miss this limited time offer. Get that $6,000 designer ring and pay just $100 a month. We'll even finance the sales tax. Fine jewelry has never been more affordable at International Diamond Center. Heard about higher interest rates? Not to worry at International Diamond Center. Right now, with any purchase, you can pay zero interest for five whole years. Engagement rings, wedding bands, designer fashion jewelry, pendants, earrings. Buy now and spread your payments out over five whole years with zero interest. How about a $10,000 designer ring for just $167 a month? Don't miss this amazing buying opportunity. Now for a limited time at International Diamond Center. International Diamond Center at Celebration Point on approved credit. Raise a glass to good times at Spurrier's Gridiron Grill. Every Tuesday, we raise martini glasses for our Martini Tuesday, where you can enjoy 50% off select handcrafted martinis. On Wine Wednesdays, we toast with 50% off on bottles of wine up to $75. You heard right, 50% off wine bottles on Wednesdays at Spurrier's. And of course, don't forget to celebrate the weekend with an incredible Spurrier's Gridiron Grill brunch, available every Saturday and Sunday. The hottest restaurant in Florida in the heart of Gator Nation, Spurrier's Gridiron Grill. The crack of the bat, the roar of the crowd, the taste of peanuts and Cracker Jacks. Is anything better than baseball? Steve Russell here. Join Jeff Cardozo and me every Wednesday at 11 for On Deck, a one-hour show where we'll break down all things baseball. Curious about the MLB season? What's Sully working on with the Gators? We'll dissect all of that and more every Wednesday at 11 a.m. during On Deck. It's sure to be a hit, and it's here on ESPN, 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF. The following is a commercial announcement. There's nothing like hearing the songs you love on local radio with no subscriptions and no monthly fees. But there's a new bill in Congress that could stop the music. If passed, this bill would tax your local radio station simply to play the music you love. Text LOCAL to 52886 and ask Congress to support local radio stations. Help us keep you connected to the music, local news, weather, and traffic that you need each day. This message furnished by the National Association of Broadcasters. Our Gator coverage is so strong, we make National Geographic look like a petting zoo. We are ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF, the home of the Florida Gators. It's the Dean of Sports Talk in Gainesville, Steve Russell, on ESPN 98.1 FM at 850 AM, WRUF. Well, you know what's happening in golf. It's pretty amazing stuff. Bob Herrick, who's been on our show many times, now joins us. And Bob is actually in London. He's at the, uh, the event in which the PGA golfers, some of them have uh, been, I don't know what you want to call them, defectors. They decided to play in this tournament, whatever it is. So Bob is now going to join us. Bob, welcome in. 
Hey, Steve, how are you? I'm doing well. Um, you've been covering this sport for a long time, Bob, and look, we've seen this before in other sports. I mean, the AFL, you know, was formed. The USFL was formed. They were going to have a Continental League when baseball decided to expand. Is this any different to you in terms of what's happened here? Um, not a whole lot. Uh, basically, what you had was, um, you know, these these rival entities picking off some of the some of the better players, and you know, in the, in the instance of of say the AFL, well, you know, Joe Namath couldn't play in the NFL because he was playing with the Jets in the AFL, and that annoyed the NFL to no end, right? You know, I mean, there was probably a big good bit before my time, but I'm sure there was a lot of other instances of that. Um, the USFL might have been another example you know they had Herschel Walker and Steve Young and Jim Kelly and uh you know Reggie White yep yeah lots of other players and and uh uh, because even though they weren't going head to head obviously you're not going to be able to play football um in two different seasons at the same you know at this one after another uh the ABA you know and they eventually merged you know they eventually merged the NFL and the AFL did merge you know so I mean is, is this going to lead to a maybe a merger? I mean, I think I think what it might do is it might give the PGA Tour pause to come up with some alternatives that that maybe have some of the, some of the things they like about this, and frankly, a way to funnel some some money, uh, guaranteed money to the stars, because ultimately that's what how this all got started. The the star players and their agents. You know, were approached about this a new concept that uh, you know. First of all, it didn't have this kind of money involved that's been discussed here, but they were approached about a new concept that that was going to get the top players some guaranteed money, which we don't have in golf. And you know, the tour has never figured out a way to do that, and um, and so it it frankly left itself vulnerable. Uh, and and here we are. I mean, they can't compete with this kind of money. But I think players would be more apt to stick with the PJ Tour if they had a system that did give some guaranteed money that allowed them to still play PJ Tour golf. Bob, when the PGA reacted as it did, did that surprise you? No, no, they had to do something. They couldn't. They they really probably couldn't even leave a slither of an opening for these guys. I mean. They they're they're too far gone at this point. They need they would have needed to work something out by now, because you know what what Norman has contended all along. Greg Norman, who's the you know the the commissioner of Live, is that they that they didn't want to stand in the way of these guys playing on the PGA Tour. But look, if you're going to play eight of these events, you're not going to be able to. You're probably not going to be able to play enough on the PGA Tour to keep your membership. Um, and the tour does have rules about conflicting events. And they have rules about conflicting events in the U.S., which are not allowed. You know, I mean, they they have sponsorship deals and TV rights deals that while they don't explicitly guarantee X number of the top players, it's understood that they're going to try to deliver that. And if there's no competition, the only reason a guy isn't coming to your event is because he decides not to play. Well, now you throw in, okay, he could maybe not play or, oh, wow, he might go play in a, a, on another tour. Well, you know that that that, that kind of blows up the the, the tours, um, you know, system whereby they they get 
multiple millions from TV and from these title sponsors to put on their events. Um, you know, when, when some of these other leagues have formed, Bob, they have, they've started some things that the older established leagues didn't do that were kind of innovative, and later on those leagues adapted them. Is there anything different about the coverage, about what's being presented with this group? The, the coverage is, is um, I, I would say, is a work in progress. Um, you know, uh, because it's not sponsored, there's no commercials. That, that's not a realistic thing going forward, obviously. You know, you've got to have commercial inventory to make it work. Um, these guys are, are, are doing it without for now. Um, so, yeah, obviously there's more, there's more time to, to talk things through and show more golf, which I think golf fans would love. Um, I think the other interesting thing about this format is, is, you know, it's on from the beginning to the end, and you see all the players within the window that they're playing. In, in golf that we see at home now, you know, they, they don't come on until play has been underway for several hours. They, they, they're not going to show 14 hours worth of golf. You know, this window is like five hours because it's a shotgun start. Now, you can't have a shotgun start with a 150-player field. Right. But, you could, you know, you could do that with, with, you know, this is 48 players. You could probably do it with 60 players. You could, you know, where it would be reasonable, you know, um, and, 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 make it, and make it work. You know, 60 players would be, um, what, that's, you know, 20 groups of three. You could, 20 groups is probably the most you'd want to have in a shotgun to keep it manageable. You know, so, so maybe they would think of incorporating a handful of, of, of tournaments that are small fields that, that have a shotgun for a couple of days. Look, there's nothing wrong with something that's a little bit different, you know, that, that's not the same every single week. 72-hole uh, stroke play. I realize that's the best way to crown a winner, but what's wrong with 54 holes once in a while? The LPGA does it. Yeah. You know, I mean, maybe it's a way to let in a sponsor for a little bit less if there's less days. You know, I mean, there's there's a lot of different ways to look at it, and maybe it, maybe it causes them to do that. But, um, you know, in the short term, I'm afraid this is going to be very disruptive. You know, we're going to have players on different circuits. They're not going to be playing together except for the majors. Um, there's even some talk that the majors might change some of their rules to keep these guys out. Now, the U.S. Open's not doing that. And I seriously doubt the Open will do that. But, you know, the Masters can do whatever it wants. And, uh, may, and, and maybe they will. Um, I'm not sure that's a good idea. I mean, I'm not sure that you want to tell Dustin Johnson next year, who just won your tournament in 2020, that he's not welcome. Yeah. You know, so there's a lot, there's a lot to this that's, uh, that's, that's uh, you know, going to play out here uh, over the next several weeks and months. Uh, very quickly, what's the uh, the crowd like? What's the you know what's the the uh, the gallery like for the tournament? I would say it's modest. It's it's not it's not overrun by any means. It's certainly not like what we'll see at the U.S. Open next week, or what we saw at the PGA, or I'm guessing what what's going on at the Canadian Open, which which you know they didn't have a tournament for a few years because of COVID, and I'm sure they're I'm sure people are there in droves. You know, this is more moderate they have they have a good number of people at the at the you know at the opening holes and at the 18th hole and in the hospitality there's a good number of people following phil and dj um you know they're one of the marquee groups so there's a good there's pretty many people out there in in pockets 
So, you know, I think it's fine. I mean, you know, look, they, they came into this late. They, they didn't even have, they didn't, this wasn't even announced until like late March. You know, the, the, their marketing push was pretty recent. They ended up giving away a bunch of tickets. I think um, over, overall, they've got to be pleased with the number of people that are here, but it's certainly nowhere near where they would want it to be. If you like the game of golf, Bob Herrick has covered it for a long time, and Bob will give you a chance to talk about your book. Yeah, that's right. Thank you. I mean, I just I have a book out that's been out for a few weeks now, uh, Tiger and Phil, Golf's Most Fascinating Rivalry. Um, you know, as I've been saying to people, I, I needed another chapter or two, or I need an addendum for the paperback to cover all that's gone on with Tiger and Phil yeah. since the beginning of the year. I mean, it's just been crazy. Tiger coming back, we didn't expect that. All of what's happened with Phil, which has really been, you know, amazing, frankly, the turn of events for him. But it was meant to sort of capture the intersection of their careers, you know, from the beginning all the, all the way up and through, up through basically Phil winning the PGA last year. You know, and, and I'll be honest, you know, I, I think we, we kind of would have thought that they'd be done at that point. You know, that it, it was hard to envision the drama that's unfolded since. But, you know, they're, they're, they, they were rivals despite the disparity in record. And they were the two top guys for 25 years. And it's been, uh, you know, it's a pretty interesting intersection of their careers with, you know, a good bit of friction and, you know, uh, you know, some some frostiness and some pettiness and some childishness during their careers as, as they were, you know, both sort of striving for the same things. Bob, I appreciate you doing this and uh, it should be fun over there and fascinating next week to see what happens, but always appreciate your time. Thank you. Absolutely, Steve. Thanks for having me. You got it, Bob. Bob Herrig, I've been covering golf for a long time, working now for Sports Illustrated. He's over there at that tournament live from London today. 1232 Time Check brought to you by Hayes Jewelry. Gator football recruit Knicks, get, pick up your ears. Blake Alderman from 24-7 Sports. We'll talk about that next. ESPN, 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF. If it's happening with the Gator Nation, hear it here first. ESPN, 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF. Hey, Florida, we know you love getting out on the water. But do you know what to wear when you're out there on the water? A life jacket, of course. And whether you're fishing, skiing, sailing, or just cruising the water, there's a perfect life jacket designed for you and your activity. Always check the label to make sure your life jacket is U.S. Coast Guard approved. Then try it on to make sure it fits properly. And then wear it. Life jackets save lives. Visit wearitflorida.com to learn more. That's wearitflorida.com. Everyone knows how beneficial therapy can be, but traditional therapy can be overwhelming, confusing, and inconvenient. When scheduling in-person therapy, it can be difficult to find the right therapist near you, and it can take weeks to get on their calendar. We knew there had to be a better way, and that's where BetterHelp began. I'm Danny, co-founder of BetterHelp Online Therapy. When Alana and I started BetterHelp in 2013, our mission was simple. Find a way to make professional therapy accessible, affordable, and convenient for everyone. BetterHelp works around your schedule and lifestyle. You can connect to a therapist by phone, video call, or even text message. You don't even have to turn on your camera if you don't feel comfortable. And if your therapist isn't the right fit, you can switch anytime with the click of a button because BetterHelp is designed with you in mind. See why over 2 million members have trusted BetterHelp for online therapy. Go to betterhelp.com slash you first and get 10% off your first month. That's betterhelp.com slash you first. 
for 10% off your first month. Hey folks, it's Steve Russell. If you're like me, this is a great time of the year to go out and do things. Hike and bike and swim and run. But you can't do that if you have joint pain. Because if you have that, you just can't do the things you want to do. But I've got great news. QC Kinetics is helping people here get the fun back with advanced regenerative treatments from local medical professionals. This exciting in-office non-surgical treatment can repair and restore damaged tissue in your joints, giving you real, lasting relief from pain. QC Kinetics is the nation's leader in these cutting-edge, all-natural options, and the patient satisfaction reports are incredible. Get real relief from pain. No surgery, no drugs, no downtime. Call the local medical professionals today at QC Kinetics with offices in Ocala and the Villages. 352-400-4550. That's 352-400-4550 and get your life back. Hi, this is Carrie Meldon with Meldon Law. Every June, we celebrate Father's Day. I was blessed to have a father who was caring and compassionate enough to start a law firm dedicated to serving our community. And over the years, he's imparted to me the great responsibility to represent our clients in trial. Since 1971, Meldon Law has helped countless families get the justice that they deserve. If we can help you, give us a call at 1-800-373-8000 at Meldon Law. We won't back down. Meldon Law, with offices in Gainesville, Ocala Lake City, and Fort Lauderdale. From the UF Weather Center, here is your WRUF weather update. A mix of sun and clouds today. Highs getting to near 90 degrees, even warmer heat indices. Later on in the afternoon, toward the evening, scattered thunderstorms should pop up, especially closer to the nature coast and southward from Marion County South, where locally heavy rain rates will be possible at times. Those storms wrapping up before midnight, then overnight, partly cloudy lows in the mid to low 70s. In the UF Weather Center, I'm meteorologist Megan Morawski. Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max. Don't see them letting go of Donovan Mitchell. I see them letting go of Rudy Gobert, the Defensive Player of the Year, way before they let go of Donovan Mitchell. Now, if Donovan Mitchell wants to be somewhere else, Key, then he needs to state that. But Donovan Mitchell also not backing Quinn Snyder and not saying anything publicly lets me kind of know, like, what else is going on there in Utah? Key, Jay, and Max. Weekday mornings at 6 right here on ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF. This is Hub Brown, Dean of the College of Journalism and Communications here at the University of Florida, and you are listening to ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF, the home of the Florida Gators. Sports Scene with Steve Russell on ESPN 98.1 FM and 850 AM, WRUF. Well, Gator football recruiting, college football recruiting rarely stops had a call the other day from uh, someone who was very concerned about the 2023 class because according to 24-7 Sports, Florida was ranked like 40th. So Blake Alderman, who, of course, covers college football recruiting, Gator football recruiting for 24-7 Sports, I called Blake because he's the guy I talked to about this, and he joins us now. Blake, look, you know, you can take a snapshot today. It can be different a month from now or two months from now, but that is where Florida sits. So should Gator fans be concerned? No, I wouldn't say so. I would say that at this point, 
a lot of these guys are getting ready or have already started to take their official visits for June. That's when things really start to get pretty busy as far as these guys that want to have their decisions done before the start of their season. Um, it's really a busy couple weeks of official visits. Um, and, you know, kind of making your pitch there. But, you know, a lot of these guys are going to be set decision dates before their senior year, um, you know, whether that's early fall, late July type thing. So I always say that's whenever you look at the really solid nucleus of your class is right there at the summer's end, early part of the fall, whenever you start to see a wave of those dominoes start falling and these guys starting to get their decisions done with. You know, as somebody who casually follows this now, uh, it looks like there's a lot of kids that are saying, Hey, I'm really impressed with Billy Napier. I, I'm really impressed, you know, with the new facility that's going to be here. I mean, and look, you know, kids can say what they want, but what is your overall impression about the job that Napier and his staff have done in, you know, in recruiting to Florida? You know, I think they've done a great job. I think whenever you have a lot of these guys that have visited under the old staff and have come back under the new staff. You know, it's kind of flying colors what they pass with of, you know, these guys just seeing a complete 180 turn. Um, I think you're seeing a staff that puts more effort into recruiting. You've got a head coach that puts more effort into recruiting. And, you know, some of these, you know, targets and guys that Florida's recruiting that I've talked with say that, you know, it's, it's not just one coach, you know, they talk with or a handful. You know, they talk to three or four coaches. And a lot of these guys say that, you know, Billy Napier himself is one of the guys that's in contact the most. So, you know, you've got a head coach that puts a lot of focus on recruiting. Um, he's very active with it. You know, you've got the facility coming that Florida's going to be, you know, looking to show off um, later this summer when that's completed. You know, Florida's actually trying to have kind of a, you know, a cookout type event when that new facility is open to really show it off and have a lot of their top targets there. So, you know, I think that, you know, sure, people are going to want to see more of those commitments start to fly off the board. And, and again, I think that's where you'll start to see it start to pick up there with, you know, you know, these guys making their late summer decisions. But, you know, every kid that visits Florida, they compliment the staff. They say that it's a different vibe around campus. You know, they really compliment the coaching staff. They talk about how personal they are, um, you know, really, you know, getting to know not only just the player, but the family and those around them. So, um, you know, I think that obviously, you know, people want to see those, you know, those comments turn into verbal commitments. But, you know, from, from the job they've done so far, it's night and day from what I've seen in the last couple of years as far as recruiting under Florida. You kind of mentioned uh, that some kids might make decisions here. Are there any you can that you can uh, name here, or any sort of imminently to be made, or is it going to be a while yet? Um, it's going to be a little while. I mean, you've got a guy like four-star running back Trey on Webb from the Jacksonville area who took an official visit to Florida last weekend. Um, he's going to be making his decision on June 30th. You've got some guys that are setting decisions for, um, you know, like a four-star linebacker. Um, and Malik Bryant and a four-star offensive tackle and Peyton Kirkland, both of those guys from the you know Central Florida area, have set decision dates for July 23rd. Um, you know, but there aren't many kids that have come out with a like a set date. You know, other than those off the top of my head that I mentioned, a lot of those guys are going to take their official visits this month, and it's kind of where they're sticking more broadly to saying you know it's going to be late summer, early fall, either way before the start of the senior season. Blake, in the 2023 class, you know, based on where Florida is now, and they're not the only school in the situation. They, you know, everybody's trying to figure out, you know, from the transfer portal who who was coming in and all of that. What are some positions of need you think in this 2023 class? Well, you know, you're in the SEC. You know, I, every year, you know, it's it's offensive line, defensive line. You know, I think that offensive line is one where, you know, 
Florida's done a pretty good job so far on the recruiting trail. I would personally say that if I had to pick one between the two of the trench spots, I'd say defensive line. And you've got a guy like Trevon Dexter, who you know is going to be your bona fide stud this year. You've got some younger guys that you want to try to see some more production um, that maybe haven't had the regular game snaps. But I think in general, that defensive line room is just going to need a lot more depth. You know, you saw the staff try to do that through the transfer portal. Some of those targets went elsewhere. But, you know, as far as high school recruiting, and even this weekend's official visitors, I've been calling this weekend, Sean Spencer calls his uh, position room the wild dog. So I've been saying this is <laughs> wild dog weekend for Florida because they've got three or four defensive guys coming in on official visits this weekend. So I think defensive line is a big position. I think wide receiver is another one for Florida. I think bringing in some more speed of that position is, is important. You know, I, I think that that's an area where they're going to put a lot of focus. You know, quarterback is important, too. You know, you've got Anthony Richardson, who, you, you know, you, you think is going to be the guy for Florida. You know, he's got a lot of hype around him this season and his first season being, you know, the QB1 type for Florida. Um, but past him, there's really not a lot of depth, you know, that you've seen out there that you think like, you know, well, you know, if Anthony Richardson, who's getting a lot of that NFL draft hype this year, if he does have the season that he's getting projections for, could he be gone? That doesn't really leave Florida a lot, you know, in the tank as far as their QB roster going forward. So I think getting a guy like a Jaden Rashada, the top, you know, four-star ranked uh, quarterback from out in the California area who just took an official visit to Florida this uh, earlier this week, I think he's a guy that Florida's trending really good for. He's going to actually make a decision on June 18th. That's one off the top of my head that I missed earlier. So that's one guy that Florida's trending for that's got a decision date coming up. So quarterback, wide receiver, defensive line, I think are some of the biggest positions for Florida. I think linebacker is worth mentioning too because you've got you know some guys in there like Ventrell Miller, you know, Mari Bernie who are coming back for those super senior years. Um, you know, past that, you've got you know Derek Wingo, Jeremiah Williams. There's a lot of younger guys that you haven't seen get the snaps. But I think in general, you want to see Florida continue to overhaul that room and bring more guys in there. So I would say those are some of the, off the top of my head that are some of the biggest themes for Florida this cycle. Like, let me end with this, because uh, you do this every day. With Oklahoma and Texas coming into the league at some point, it could be earlier than 2025 now, uh, have there been a lot of instances when Florida was going up against an Oklahoma or a Texas for a kid and do you see that happening more when they get to the league? You know, I could see it happening more. Um, I, I think in general you've seen Florida be pretty active in the state of Texas, so you would think they're going to run into the Oklahomas and the Texases and, you know, those types of schools on the trail. Just, you know, Texas is such a big state, and they have such a large, vast area of just guys all over the place. So, um, you know, I, I could see those guys, you know, squaring off for kids. Um, you know, Oklahoma's actually been pretty active in recruiting the state of Florida under this coaching staff. There's a lot of guys that Florida's recruiting now um, in this 2023 cycle that they're, you know, they're squaring off against the Sooners for. So I could see those start to pick up more, especially if, you know, teams like Oklahoma are going to continue to try to recruit in that state of Florida area. Um, you've seen them, you know, just a lot of those guys having those Clemson ties on, on Oklahoma staff that, you know, were down there in the southeast. You know, you could see them start recruiting more in the state of Georgia. I think if I had to pick one of the two, I think I've started to see more of those battles against Oklahoma. And if they're going to keep trying to recruit the state of Florida, which, you know, every school in the country is doing that, you know, that's, that's where you got to come and get the big boys in the state of Florida. So I think that, you know, Oklahoma is probably the team that you'll start to see Florida square off a bit more just because that's what I've seen so far. But, um, you know, being in the SEC, you know, and Florida recruiting on a national level, I think you're going to see those types of schools, you know, pop up in, in recruitments as it is. Blake, as always, good stuff. Again, where can people see your work? Yeah, 24-7. It's the uh, Florida Gators 24-7 site. 
myself and Jacob Redner um, have been pretty busy with, you know, all the recruiting going on. It's, it's a busy month right now um, with official visitors every weekend. They've got camps going on, seven-on-sevens that the coaches are, are putting together. So um, between all that, you know, we're, we're pretty busy, and we're actually running a 60% off uh, promotion for an annual subscription right now. So we're doing that with just how busy the month of June is. Um, so I'm looking forward to the dead period. I'm, I'm like <laughs> marking down on my calendar, you know, whenever the dead period's coming, just because this staff's keeping me pretty busy. So, you know, they, they've been recruiting, you know, heavily since, you know, the start of this year, having guys on campus all spring, all summer. So I'm looking forward to uh, things to slow down a little bit there in July. All right, Blake, you'll, you'll get that chance. Always appreciate you, man. Thanks for doing it. Yes, sir. Thank you. Blake Alderman, one of our grads, does a really good job covering Gator recruiting and college football recruiting for 24-7 sports. 1247 Time Check brought to you by Hayes Jewelry, ESPN, 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WYUF. Gainesville Sports Center, here's what's trending now on ESPN, 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF. Good afternoon, I'm Jamie Goldman. The Tampa Bay Rays head to Minnesota tonight to begin a three-game series with the Twins. The Rays look to stay hot in this one after sweeping the Cardinals. Coverage for that one will be right here starting at 730. In the aftermath of a breakout season, Gators left fielder Wyatt Lankford has been invited to the USA Collegiate National Team training camp. The Florida Gators were honored by USA Today this morning and received the SEC's Women's All-Sports title. This is the Gators' 24th Women's All-Sports title in program history. The overall All-Sports title was awarded to the University of Tennessee. That marks the Volunteers' first All-Sports title in program history. Florida finished second place in overall All-Sports honors. That's your Gainesville Sports Center. I'm Jamie Golden. ESPN 981 FM, 850 AM, WRUF. This is Michael David from Seattle. I'm 51 years old, and six months ago, I started taking Andro 400 to increase my testosterone. Since then, I've lost 35 pounds of fat, and my waist went from size 38 to size 32. I have more energy, and I look and feel 20 years younger. And now my wife tells me I have to take Andro 400. Hi, this is Ron Johnson from Utah. After 10 weeks of taking Andro 400, I lost 13 pounds, and my waist went from 36 to 33. That was eight years ago. I continue to take Andro 400, and I've maintained my weight at 172. Gained muscle and energy. I'm 63 now and feel better than I have in 30 years. Andro 400, the natural way to increase testosterone, lose belly fat, gain energy, and feel great. Try Andro 400, the safe, effective, affordable way to boost your testosterone. Go to andro400.com or call 888-400-0435. 888-400-0435. Hi, this is Dr. Art Mowry of Exceptional Dentistry. Listen to what our clients have to say about their experience at Exceptional Dentistry. There's this uh, one physician that I admire a lot and trust with my life, and they referred me to Dr. Art. But you know, I had to invest in myself, my confidence with my smile now, and, you know, it's just made the world of difference to me. So It's just so well worth the investment I made here. Dr. Art has an amazing um, technique. Um, bedside manners are just amazing makes you feel relaxed like you know you're part of the family and that's I want an exceptional work Um, that's why I came to exceptional in exceptional dentistry it's all about the trust and the confidence that the patient can have with the with the team here love Dr. Art this is Dr. Kim Mowry and if you think you have dental problems that are too big to overcome we're here for you please visit us at exceptionaldentistry.com that's exceptionaldentistry.com
There are certain memories you have of great nights with great friends. Memories that'll last a lifetime. And if you're like a lot of folks, many of those memories happened at 1728 West University Avenue in Gainesville. It's been many names over the years. The College Inn, the Purple Porpoise, Gator City, and six years ago, a new establishment was built at that address. The Social at Midtown. The Social at Midtown is Gainesville's favorite restaurant and rooftop bar and is located right across from Ben Hill Griffin Stadium. The Social has 60 huge flat screen TVs so you won't miss one second of the action. And every night they have different specials, but you don't have to wait till the nighttime to head to The Social. They open for lunch at 11 o'clock every day of the week. Check out their delicious menu at thesocialgnv.com. Follow them on social media to see the latest specials. It's time to make new memories at 1728 West University Avenue. See you at The Social at Midtown. Everything we value is under assault. Our culture, our American values. Patriots, stand up and rock the red. Rock the Red is this Saturday, a huge Patriot convention starring Eric Trump live in Ocala. See Mike Lindell, Roger Stone, the bombshell movie 2000 Mules by Dinesh D'Souza. An all-American rally this Saturday at the Southeastern Livestock Pavilion. Get your tickets and VIP up-close experiences now. Go to rocktheredflorida.com. Rocktheredflorida.com. Kids are amazing. And at Florida Kid Care, we think their health care should be amazing too. That's why millions of Florida's kids from birth through the end of age 18 get their health and dental insurance for free or at a low cost. And your child can too. Apply today at floridakidcare.org or 1-888-540-KIDS. That's 1-888-540-5437. Daughtry Tree Service has been voted Our Town Magazine's favorite local tree company for 2020, as well as the Newberry Business Hall of Fame for the third year in a row. Call us today for a free estimate. And remember, at Daughtry Tree Service, there's no tree too tall. We do them all. The WRUF Radio app. Your source for sports every second of every hour of every day. You are listening to ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF, the home of the Florida Gators. Sports Scene with Steve Russell continues here on ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF. And on your phone with the WRUF radio app. College baseball's Super Regionals are underway. First game is being played right now. John, welcome to the show. Yeah, good afternoon, Steve. How are you doing today? Good. Hey, uh, great great uh, guest you've had on here in the past uh, half hour. Um, let me ask you this. Uh, first off, congratulations to Oklahoma. They were the cream of the crop this year, losing like two or three games, actually third game in the, in the World Series here. But uh, do you think that, uh, you know, being on the staff, do you think Jen Roshig probably deserves a shot? I mean, she probably deserves. you think she gets a shot as a head coach somewhere? Well, I, don't, I mean, I don't know if she wants to be. Right. Uh, and, and I don't think – I don't see indication. Um, so, I mean, who knows? I mean, she was on uh, Tim's staff, and then obviously, you know, no-brainer, go out to, you know, you know Patty's staff, you know, which is – you know, a powerhouse out there. I mean, we 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 won our two national titles because she was. I mean, not because only because she was here, but we did under her. 
So I'm just kind of wondering why, A, why is she maybe not having aspirations? Maybe she's waiting to, you know, I know she's an associate head coach, so maybe she's waiting for Patty to leave, but I don't see her leaving anytime soon. Well, again, sometimes people don't want to be head coaches. Right. Right? I mean, she's, I believe I'm right in this. I think she started coaching in 2001 or 2002. She was, I know her first stop was Oregon. So that's 20 years. Right. And, you know, with her, uh, what's the word I want to use? Her pedigree, um, certainly you'd think, you know, somebody would want to hire her. But sometimes you're just content doing what you're doing. So I hear you. And switching to baseball, I know I hear not just you and Jeff, but you talk about the lefty-on-lefty matchup is is a big component of the game. Maybe I've asked you this question in the past, but why why is kids coming up? I mean, when I played Little League, I played Pony League. I was a switch hitter because, you know, you have that lefty-on-lefty matchup. Why aren't we, let's say, teaching? Maybe why are kids not having the aspirations to switch it? Well, I think the game's changed a lot. Um, you know, when when I played, I tried to switch hit, um, and I was okay at it, but I had – not that I was ever a power hitter because I wasn't, but I had much right. less power from the left side to the right side. And I think the simple answer, John, is it's hard. It's hard I to do. I understand that. That's why. That's the answer. I mean, if it was that easy well, to do, everybody would do it. I, know, I understand that. I mean, I was a natural left-hand because I'm left-handed – and maybe because I played tennis, you know, I had a two-handed backhand. So maybe back in the day when I was Little League and Pony League, I had that, you know, that two-handed backhand. So that was a natural tendency for me to go switch from left-handed to right-handed. Now was it because as a novelty, you know, Pony League, you know, I mean, I don't think that they have that so much pronounced lefty-on-lefty matchup. But I'm just kind of curious that, like, you know, if you have that component in in the big leagues or even college, you know, even, even when Florida and softball, they got they got dominated. John, I'm not sure we, of the point you're trying to make, so just help me. Okay. Florida and softball, when they played Oklahoma State, their left-handed pitcher dominated our left-handed batters. Okay. I'm just kind of questioning not just softball, but I'm talking about baseball. Why are we not – why is this – component of the game if it's so important because i hear you guys talk about the lefty on lefty matchup why are we not seeing kids learn how to be a switch hitter and i just kind of answered that i know you did but i mean it's like we're not teaching them maybe kids don't have the aspiration you said the game changes but i'm just saying uh, i wonder why john 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 okay yes you're going down a rabbit hole here with no exit no, okay. I'm not. I'm yeah, just trying you to are. ask you this. I'm asking you a question. Right, and I answered it. So we're done with it. There's no. My, my point is there's no the need to keep hammering this. Learn it, you know? Be, I just said, my answer continues to be, if you don't like it, it's okay. But my answer continues to be, it's hard to do. It's hard to hit one way, let alone the other. And, you know, some kids just don't. You know, they have a hard enough time hitting one way. That That's the – I mean, if it was that easy to do, everybody would do it. I understand that, you know. Okay. All right. Thank you for your call, John. Appreciate it. Whew. Wow. Um, let's see here. Um, 
from uh, Gator alum Al. Did you give Blake Purnell his props for winning the award? Yes, we did. As soon as it was announced, we were doing our baseball show on Wednesday and gave him props. He felt, I felt you and Jeff and the other analysts were more critical on him than the other player on the team. What player? There's a lot of players on the team. When he'd have a rough inning, you guys always deflected the blame away from the positioned players, i.e. Wyatt Langford, third base when he was in there, Fabian's little brother, etc. Anyway, let's give Blake the props he deserves, especially as a former walk-on. Al, I don't know what what you were listening to or what, but, I mean, we gave him his props, and he we always say, you know, here's the numbers. He's got this record. He has this ERA. And the fact he was named a freshman All-American speaks for itself. I don't know what else to say. Hour 2 coming up. ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF. WRUF Gainesville, U251CG Gainesville. From the Spurrier's Gridiron Grill Studios, we are ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF. It's time to celebrate outdoors. Hi, this is Tom Collette at Electronics World. Let Electronics World help you upgrade your lanai, pool deck, or backyard space with outdoor TVs from Sunbright and Samsung. Outdoor speakers from Yamaha, Sonance, Speakercraft, Kef, Martin Logan, and more. We've got everything you need to entertain your family and friends. Come see and hear for yourself at Electronics World in Gainesville today or online at electronicsworld.net. That's electronicsworld.net. Hey, it's Steve Russell telling you about my friends at Dick Mondell's Burgers and Fries, where better ingredients make better meals. You love the great food like the classic burger, their great salads, and their 100% all-natural chicken burger. And now, back in season, the Key Lime Milkshake to add to their already great flavors. And don't forget, Dick Mondell's looking for new team members, looking for competitive pay, flexible hours, and paid vacations for serious service-oriented workers. Come build the freshest burgers in town by contacting jobs at Dick Mondell's Belonging isn't just about fitting in, it's about feeling at home. That's why at Radiant Credit Union, belonging means more than just getting great financial services. It's the warm smiles when you walk into a branch, the care we take when decisions affect your life, and the love we have for this community, (laughs) even if we do cheer a bit too loud at Little League games. At Radiant Credit Union, you belong. Learn more about Radiant Credit Union's free checking accounts with cash back on everyday purchases at RadiantCU.org. Federally insured by NCUA. Spurrier's Gridiron Grill is a special type of place for Gator fans and fans of great food, which is why we've made every day special. Join us on Martini Tuesdays for half off our handcrafted martinis and Wine Wednesdays, where you can enjoy a bottle of wine for 50% off. And of course, don't forget the incredible Spurrier's Gridiron Grill brunch every Saturday and Sunday. Spurrier's Gridiron Grill, the hottest restaurant in Florida, in the heart of Gator Nation. And you can now purchase our merchandise at the restaurant or online at shop.spurriers.com. What is the ideal entertainment situation? The thrills of cinema mixed with all the comforts of home. 
perfection that you can now own. Love Sack sectionals with Stealth Tech. We're talking about the drama of Dolby Digital Surround Sound by Harman Kardon and the convenience of wireless charging, all seamlessly embedded inside the endlessly adaptable and infinitely cozy couches. Love Sack. SAC.com. Sectionals, the world's most adaptable couch, now with Lovesack Stealth Tech. If you're in the market for a new home or your dream home, go with a lender you can count on for competitive rates. Over 300 loan products and thousands of loan consultants to help make sure you get the home and the mortgage that you want. Call now to see if you're pre-approved. 866-888-LOAN. 866-888-LOAN. Or go to LoanDepot.com. Loan Depot, where home means everything. Rates are subject to change. Equal housing opportunity lender. NMLS number 174457. Licensed in all 50 states. Welcome to Sports Scene with Steve Russell. Let's talk some sports and have some lunch on ESPN 98.1 FM and 8.50 AM WRUF. Welcome into Hour 2 of Sports Scene for this Friday. Thank you for making time to be with us today. Michael producing the broadcast today. Um, I always like bringing, and over the summer uh, is when I really do this a lot, but there are so many of our kids, our grads, who are working in the business. You just heard Blake Alderman. He's one of them. And there are so many working for um, teams, uh, you know, doing social media, doing whatever. You're going to hear uh, about a whole bunch of them over the summer. Well, that's going to be the case right now, too, because Amanda Rose is going to join us, and uh, she is, of course, a golf analyst and one of the co-hosts of the Playing Around, get it, Playing Around Like Golf podcast. So Amanda now joins us. Hey, girl, how are you? Good to talk to you. It's so good to hear your voice, Steve. How are you? I'm doing well, and I really appreciate you doing this. Um, of course. I, need, I will always make time for you. Uh, thank you. Um, I, I'm going to attack this whole, you know, Saudi thing from a different angle with you, Amanda, because what's going to intrigue me is, look, we all know on the tour, you know, most of the guys get along. There are rivals. There are some guys who don't get along. But given what the PGA has done, if these guys who are in London now come back and play next week, what do you think that interaction will be like? You know, Here's the thing. Justin Thomas summed it up pretty well yesterday in his press conference. He was like, look, I saw, you know, Dustin Johnson over the weekend back home, you know, where they live in practice. And, you know, he's like, I didn't know if I should say congratulations, if I should feel awkward, like say goodbye forever. Like, I didn't know what to say. And I think that's kind of a good way to put it because, I mean, they're all adults, right? A lot of the guys are friends. A lot of the guys have played together um, on, on team events. So uh, on cup teams together. So it is going to probably be a little bit awkward, you know, come, you know, the U S open next week when, when the guys that are in London this week are going to go over there and it'll be the first time that they're going to see the other guys since, you know, teeing it up and officially getting that suspension or um, lifetime ban, I guess, from the PGA tour. So I, I don't know. I think a lot of these guys are professionals. I think, you know, friends aren't going to stop being friends with each other because of this. Um, and Justin Thomas said, you know, there's some guys you can joke with about and other guys you just let it be. And and I think that they're just going to have to, you know, use common sense when it comes to that. But I don't know. I, I think the relationship might definitely strain a little bit and, and more so behind closed doors. But 
I don't know. We'll see. It's it's just it's it's such a weird. And we're just in a weird spot right now. Like this whole week has been crazy. You know, Tiger withdrew from the U.S. Open. We haven't even heard about that. Like all we've really been talking about is just is just lift stuff. And you know, only time will tell. You know, more players like Bryson is defecting. Um, Patrick Reed's going to defect soon. Pat Perez, who actually he had a, he had a ten million dollar contract that allegedly is signed about a ten million dollar contract, which is pennies compared to you know 100,000 200,000 DJ Phil Mickelson are signing but Wayne Gretzky the great one helped him sign that contract so I think that's really weird so Wayne Gretzky is somehow getting involved in all this so it'll it'll be interesting there's I think there's definitely been a a line drawn in the sand you know I was uh, intrigued when the PGA put out what it did Amanda some of the Mm -hmm. some of the language was pretty harsh and in, in what yeah. it said. So this is all about money. And that's what this boils down to, to me. Does the PGA, because of live, change what it does at all, do you think? I think they're going to have to. Um, I think something's got to change because obviously people aren't happy. But then at the same time, like, why are we rewarding people for not playing good golf. Every single person that has gone to live has not been playing that great. Even Dustin Johnson's not playing that great for Dustin Johnson. Like Hudson Swafford and, and Taylor Gooch, two of the Western known Americans to, you know, casual golf fans, um, they went over there and they both, you know, won in the last season or two. So it doesn't totally make sense why some of the guys went over there. A lot of it is money. Um, and, and the PGA Tour saying, like, you know what? You guys are done forever. It, it makes sense because, I mean, this has been months and months and months, right? The guys that wanted to play in London uh, had to apply for a release. And usually the PGA Tour will give out, you know, it will agree for the release for a, a tour player playing on a different tour in a different country. Um, so, like, um, Henrik Stenson, if he wants to go play, he's playing this week in, like, uh, Sweden. If he wants to go play on the European Tour in Sweden, that's fine. Go ahead, go do it. But if there's a competing event in the United States, they're not going to give you a pass for that. So being that this was an international event and they, the CJ Tour didn't give the guys permission. They said, you're not doing it. Absolutely not. Like, you're going to have to deal with repercussions if you do. And the guys went ahead and did it anyway. A lot of the guys, now there was probably 30 guys that I'm aware of, pretty well-known golfers that had put in releases to play the live event. And once they got turned down, they were like, no, nah, I'm good. I'm good. Um, so they went and they broke rules. Like, they knew what was going to happen, right? Like, they, that wasn't something that, like, they, it's not like they didn't know that something really bad was going to happen when they went over to, to London to play this event. Like, they knew something imminent was, like, something bad was going to come of this. And it's, it, it, the, the tour already said, you're not doing it. Like, no, absolutely not. You guys aren't playing this that week. And the guys did anyway. So, like, Rory and Rory and Justin Thomas were like, listen, that's exactly what the tour said they were going to do, and they did it. So no one really should be that surprised. I hope I ask a, a, a question that makes sense here. With what the PGA did, right, Amanda, Can mm-hmm. is there an appeal process here for this? Yeah, there is. I believe there, yes. Um, I believe Ian Poulter, PJ Tour member, he lives in Orlando. His son, actually, um, next season will be a Gator on the Gator golf team, which is really cool. He's a good get for J.C. Deacon. Um, but 
Ian Poulter said he's going to, you know, he's going to re- appeal the the suspe- or the ban because some of the other guys had already resigned from the tour, and I think that they initially thought that the resignation would have allowed them to then join, uh, rejoin if this flops, given that they wouldn't have had like disciplinary action against them. They weren't whatever. But the guys that you know resigned are like whatever, it's fine. Oh, some of the other guys though, like like Ian Poulter is like, no, I'm going to go appeal this. I want to say Kevin Na is going to appeal it too. So we'll see what happens. Like there are going to be some busy lawyers, a lot of sleepless nights um, in the next coming months, people with golf. But yeah, there are going to be people that appeal it. Um, but at the same time, there's also guys that are like, fine, I don't care. Like just over it. They, they really don't care. All right. I'm going to end on something totally different here because you, you said something at the beginning, which I, I was struck by too, Amanda, in that, you know, Tiger Woods still has mm-hmm. the cachet he has. He says, I'm not playing the U.S. Open, and because of all this other stuff, it's like a yawn because after what he says. So my my question is, where is he physically? I mean, he, is he ever going to be where he doesn't have some kind of physical ailment when he plays anymore? No, I don't think so. Tiger's in his 40s. He beat the crap out of his body um, physically and stuff and really was the driving force in turning golfers into athletes. And I think Tiger is always going to play with some kind of pain. Every guy on tour has something that bothers him, whether it's his wrist or his knee or his back. Everyone has something. And golfers just play through pain. Now, I was really surprised that Tiger looked the way he looked at the PGA Championship last month. Like, you know, he, I thought he looked great at Augusta. Augusta's a really hilly course. Augusta's tough to walk, and he handled it great. He made the cut. But then, you know, he ended up having to withdraw from PGA Championship last, last uh, month. So I don't know. I think he made the right decision in just, like, I, I don't know what the – he made the right decision of sitting out and, and rehabbing better. I don't even know what caused it, though. Like, did he – overwork trying to get ready for the PGA championship like was he too optimistic after the masters we don't know but it, it let me just say it is a very 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 weird week in sports let alone golf where yeah. if tiger woods says something and no one pays attention to it and it's an afterthought yeah like, it's something weird like something weird is just going on no question uh all right g- give yourself a plug here tell people they can uh hear your playing around podcast Oh, well, thank you. Yeah, playing around um, with Paige Renee. You can find us on all the podcast platforms. Um, usually, I think it's Tuesday morning, uh, new pods drop. I do Twitch now. I stream on Twitch. I'm actually live right now. I'm doing the interview with you. Have them on Twitch, uh, twitch.tv slash amandagolf59, Twitter, same thing. But come hang and get some golf bets and golf shenanigans. It's all right. Fun. <laughs> all right. Good talking to you again, Amanda. And I appreciate you taking you. the time. Yep. We'll talk to Thanks. you. Thank you. Tell you. everyone I said hi. I will. Bye. Thank you. Amanda Rose, uh, one of our grads, and you're going to be hearing a lot more of them as uh, the summer progresses here. All right, the rest of the day, it's us to, uh, by the way, uh, East Carolina leads Texas 3-2 to two in the third inning and in the first of the Super Regionals in baseball. One thirteen time check brought to you by Hayes Jewelry, ESPN, 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WYUF. Gainesville Sports Center, here's what's trending now. On ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF. Good afternoon, I'm Matthew Bell. The Tampa Bay Rays travel to Minneapolis to face off against the Minnesota Twins to start a three-game series tonight. On the mound for the Rays is right-hander Drew Rasmussen. He faces left-hander Devin Smeltzer for the Twins. The Rays are coming off a three-game series sweep of the St. Louis Cardinals. 
the University of Florida has won the USA Today Network SEC Women's All-Sports title for the 24th time. Florida was second overall in SEC rankings behind Tennessee. Gators outfielder Wyatt Lankford has accepted an invitation to the 2022 USA Baseball Collegiate National Team Training Camp. The camp will feature 48 to 50 of the premier non-draft eligible college players for a five-game Stars vs. Stripes intra-squad series in North Carolina from June 30th to July 4th. That's your Gainesville Sports Center. I'm Matthew Bell. ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF. If you have a home to sell, you're probably curious about how much money your home would sell for in this really robust seller's market. Fact is, home values are at historic highs, but the challenge is you're, con- you're concerned with some things you can't control. Low inventory, rising interest rates for just a couple things. So go to the real estate agent I trust and I talk about and I strongly recommend That is Scott Caldwell with your Home Sold Guaranteed Realty. He's got programs and, most importantly, solutions to help you in any situation. Written guarantees, thousands of buyers that create higher demand and multiple offers. If you need to sell your home and stay in your home until you find your next one, he can help you sell stress-free and put you back in control of your situation. Your next step, call Scott Caldwell, 352 209 Zero 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 three five two two zero nine zero 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 or visit CaldwellHasTheBuyers dot com. Next time you're driving around town, check out the car in front of you or alongside of you. There's a really good chance that that's a Southeast Car Agency tag. Why? Because the Cousins family has been selling vehicles here in North Central Florida for over 40 successful years. And only one kind. The best in late model, low mileage vehicles. No new vehicles. Steve Russell here. I drive one myself. Have for years. Check them out in person, Northeast 39th Avenue or online, secars.com. Southeast Car Agency. The best offer ever is back at International Diamond Center. Five years, zero interest financing on practically everything. That $3,000 eternity band is just $50 a month. Buy now and spread your payments over five years with zero interest. Rings, earrings, pendants, bracelets. Don't miss this limited time offer. Get that $6,000 designer ring and pay just $100 a month. We'll even finance the sales tax. Fine jewelry has never been more affordable at International Diamond Center. Heard about higher interest rates? Not to worry at International Diamond Center. Right now, with any purchase, you can pay zero interest for five whole years. Engagement rings, wedding bands, designer fashion jewelry, pendants, earrings. Buy now and spread your payments out over five whole years with zero interest. How about a $10,000 designer ring for just $167 a month? Don't miss this amazing buying opportunity. Now for a limited time at International Diamond Center. International Diamond Center at Celebration Point on approved credit. We're all on this planet together. So join Odyssey and find your one thing. Cut up six-pack rings and reduce your use of plastic to help keep it out of our waterways and oceans. Join Odyssey, and together each of us doing one thing makes a greener tomorrow. What's your one thing? Life is all about choices. Veggies or meat, sleep in or hit the gym. Luckily, choosing Cox Internet over AT&T is easy. With Cox, you can always choose Internet that can deliver speeds even faster than 5G providers. With AT&T, you don't. That's easier than packing a swimsuit for the pool. Get Cox today, the no-brainer choice for fast and reliable Internet. Based on Gigablast download speeds up to 1 gigabit per second compared to average download speeds over 5G. Download speed up to 1 gigabit per second requires Dox's 3.1 modem with 2.5 gigabits per second Ethernet port. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. 
The forecast calls for warm gulf breezes blowing through your hair and soft sugary white sand below your feet. Along with mostly sunny skies on outdoor patios while dining al fresco. Cool, colorful street murals mix with world-renowned art museums. And around sunset, there's a chance of fiery orange skies over emerald green waters. So immerse your senses in St. Pete Clearwater and start planning your beach escape at visitstpeteclearwater.com. Wonderful product. I've lost 111 pounds using that product. 111 pounds. You could not believe the difference. I went from a size 48 pant to a 33 pant, and I've maintained that now for over almost a year now. Yeah, absolutely. Andro 400 has helped me lose 111 pounds, and I've maintained my weight for almost a year now. Thanks, James, for that inspiring testimony and 111 good reasons to choose Andro 400. The most effective and natural way to lose belly fat, increase libido, gain energy, strength and muscle while safely boosting your testosterone levels. So guys, how many reasons do you need for trying Andro 400? Well, here are two more great reasons. Order now and get free shipping plus an additional $6 off when you use the code SAVE6. That's SAVE6. Call 888-400-0435. 888-400-0435 or go to andro400.com. andro400.com. From pylon to pylon, we are your home for all things football. 63 touchdown, and the ball game is tied. You are listening to ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF, the home of the Florida Gators. This is Gator head football coach Billy Napier, and you're listening to Sports Scene with Steve Russell, right here on the ESPN 98.1 FM. 850 AM WRUF and anywhere in the world on the WRUF radio app. Welcome back to Sports Scene. A quick couple of emails here before we get Tony's call because I'm, by the way, congratulations to Wyatt Langford. He's going to compete for the uh, USA Collegiate National Team. Uh, Florida wins the USA Today. Uh, Southeastern Conference women's all-sports title. The men finished second. Tennessee won their first ever uh, overall men's title. And then to John's question earlier about, you know, switch hitting when more people do it, uh, Patrick says uh, Rafael Nadal is righty when he was young. His uncle made him play lefty because all the big points are in the ad court, whether you're trying to save an ad or an ad in or an ad out. Okay. Let's bring Tony in now. Hi, Tony. Hey, Steve, what's going on, man? Hey. Um, I thought you answered that question perfectly, though, when you said that uh, it's hard enough to hit from one side, much less two. It is. Uh, I tried it when I was a kid. Oh, yeah. It's hard. Same here. It's hard. You betcha, man. Exactly. Hey, Steve, um, with regards to the recruiting, um, Blake Alderman that you had on and the concerns of that caller a couple days ago, listen, if it wasn't like, like everything else, NIL playing a huge role and everything is playing a huge role in recruiting. And um, if it wasn't for the NIL, I assure you this class would have been about halfway filled by now. Um, kids are just holding out. You know, a lot of kids are just waiting to make their final decision. And, uh, you know, they're just waiting to see if something big, if that big offer comes in. Because if that big offer comes in and, it, and it's Temple, <laughs> a lot of them might take it. You know, so a lot of kids are just holding out and uh, waiting to see what could come in late. 
Um, as of now, though, there's not really any players that Florida has been recruiting heavily that has committed somewhere else. So that's what I'm looking at. I'm looking at the guys that I know that Billy Napier and this staff are recruiting hard and where they commit to, and none of them have committed yet for the most part. Well, the, um, the so other thing I'm looking at. The other thing, Tony, is if, if you want to go by ranking, right, look where Alabama is. I think they're below. They're right near where Florida is. Georgia is right, not right, ranked right. in the top. Texas Tech is number two. Okay, there you go. Yeah. No disrespect to Texas Tech. I, I mean, they're doing a great job, but it's early in the process. And I, Correct. when you say that, people don't want to hear it, but that's the truth. It's early in the process. It really is. Um, Steve, when this whole NIL thing came down, you know, I was concerned about one school. And it's the school that you say that hasn't won anything in really like 20 years because they haven't. And that's Tennessee. They, they've been desperate. The desperation in that fan base is palatable. Um, and, you know, they had a quite a huge war chest. Not only are they using it for football, the $8 million quarterback from California, mm-hmm. but now they just got a commitment from Ahuna, Maui Ahuna, who's a shortstop from Kansas. The kids are and the rumor is it was six figures to ink him. Okay? Now, that's a baseball player. Okay? I didn't think baseball was going to be in the six-figure range, to be honest with you. Um, so, Tennessee concerns me, man, because that's a very desperate fan base. And, and they haven't won anything in 20 years, really. And um, they seem to have a lot of money in that neck of the woods. I guess it's all that moonshine or something. But well, uh, they're spending it. Yeah, they, they just did win you know, the all sports in men's sports in the SEC. Correct. But that's been the first Correct. time in a long time. So give them credit. You give it, you know, where credit, where credit is deserved. Um, but look, <laughs> they're not the only school to be concerned with when it comes to all this stuff because it may come down to, not in all cases, but in some, who's got the deepest pocket, and that's unfortunate. Yep. Yeah, it is. All right, Steve-O, take care, Appreciate buddy. you, cool. Tony. Thank you. Um, you know, it's interesting to me. I've gotten a whole bunch of emails um, after the fact about Kevin O'Sullivan leaving uh, Ryan Slater in the game. Buford says, with the Super and possibly World Series on the line, I don't understand why Sully forged on with Slater. He was trending badly. After the two-run homer to tie it, then the walk and the single, Hulk should have come out to limit the damage and keep it at a tie. I'm going to say this again. If and I'm if Mar, and I'm not comparing Ryan Slater to Mariano Rivera, but I am saying, as the closer, he had trust in Ryan Slater on that particular day and in that particular point in the season. And so, yes, is there a point? When, for example, Justin Verlander, uh, name me a great starting pitcher, okay? Do you tend to hang with them longer because of their pedigree? Maybe so. But at some point, if they're not doing the job, you take them out. I, I get it. So, you know, the question becomes then, Buford or anybody else that emailed me the other day, is, okay, what happens? And when you don't make the move... You look foolish. 
And when you do, and then if you keep him in there, he does well, you look like a genius. How it is. How it is. That bullpen was not great. As I mentioned the other day, Blake Purnell, freshman All-American, but he struggled his last two times out. He had a he had a nice overall year, but his last two appearances against Central Michigan and I forget, I forget what the other one was, but didn't do well. So at that point, do you trust? Okay, do you trust Philip Abner in the game? Hadn't thrown strikes, so I mean, sometimes it's also who you have left that's going to do something. Steven says. In women's basketball, you took the field over number one South Carolina. In softball, you took the field over number one Oklahoma. Number one seed FSU won women's soccer. Number one seed Wisconsin won volleyball. Number one seed Oklahoma won gymnastics. The field's having a rough year. It is in women's sports, no doubt. No doubt. Happens that way once in a while. I think most times the field wins. But this year, Stephen, you're right. No question about it. Marcus says, tired of all the people virtue, virtue signaling like they wouldn't do the same thing as far as the live is concerned, we aren't appreciating how much, for example, $125 million is. The list of things I wouldn't do for $125 million is incredibly small, he says. Uh, yeah, I, I agree. BB says, which baseball super regional catches your eye? Notre Dame, Tennessee does. That really does. I, I think Notre Dame is a little bit better than what people give them credit for. Um, that does. And then, I, I, I don't know, Ole Miss, Southern Miss, just because it's that. Um I don't know much about Oregon State. That's why, you know, with Auburn, I'm not too sure. But those two would be the ones I think that would maybe come out the most. Um, he also says about SEC football reorganization, I see your point of schools wanting to keep rivalry games and not rotate all eight or nine conference games once Texas and Oklahoma arrive. You try to come up with a list of those games, Florida, Georgia, Texas, Oklahoma, Alabama, Auburn, Mississippi State, Ole Miss, yep. But then I ran into trouble with teams either having too many rivalry games locked in or too little. So he says, which teams would you pit against each other if each school only kept one permanent rivalry game? Would you have schools with multiple permanent games where you can't? You can't do that. You either have to have it where you only have one, because it's going to be one of the two models. It's going to be 3-6 or 1-7, it looks like. Um, and do you think it would be fair to other schools? Well, they don't. Some of the schools don't have the obvious rivalries like Alabama Auburn. You know, who do you pair Vanderbilt with? Tennessee, maybe. Okay. Then who do you pair South Carolina with? Missouri. Who do you pair them with? So that's going to be part of the problem. One twenty-nine time check brought to you by Hayes Jewelry. Half hour left for your calls, questions, comments. ESPN ninety-eight one FM eight fifty AM WRUF. This is Hub Brown, Dean of the College of Journalism and Communications here at the University of Florida, and you are listening to ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF, the home of the Florida Gators. Hey folks, it's Steve Russell. If you're like me, this is a great time of the year to go out and do things. Hike and bike and swim and run, but you can't do that if you have joint pain. Because if you have that, you just can't do the things you want to do. 
but I've got great news. QC Kinetics is helping people here get the fun back with advanced regenerative treatments from local medical professionals. This exciting in-office non-surgical treatment can repair and restore damaged tissue in your joints, giving you real, lasting relief from pain. QC Kinetics is the nation's leader in these cutting-edge, all-natural options, and the patient satisfaction reports are incredible. Get real relief from pain. No surgery, no drugs, no downtime. Call the local medical professionals today at QC Kinetics with offices in Ocala and the Villages. 352-400-4550. That's 352-400-4550 and get your life back. There are certain memories you have of great nights with great friends. Memories that'll last a lifetime. And if you're like a lot of folks, many of those memories happened at 1728 West University Avenue in Gainesville. It's been many names over the years. The College Inn, the Purple Porpoise, Gator City, and six years ago, a new establishment was built at that address. The Social at Midtown. The Social at Midtown is Gainesville's favorite restaurant and rooftop bar and is located right across from Ben Hill Griffin Stadium. The Social has 60 huge flat screen TVs so you won't miss one second of the action. And every night they have different specials, but you don't have to wait till the nighttime to head to the Social. They open for lunch at 11 o'clock every day of the week. Check out their delicious menu at thesocialgnv.com. Follow them on social media to see the latest specials. It's time to make new memories at 1728 West University Avenue. See you at the Social at Midtown. Hi, this is Carrie Meldon with Meldon Law. Every June, we celebrate Father's Day. I was blessed to have a father who was caring and compassionate enough to start a law firm dedicated to serving our community. And over the years, he's imparted to me the great responsibility to represent our clients in trial. Since 1971, Meldon Law has helped countless families get the justice that they deserve. If we can help you, give us a call at 1-800-373-8000 at Meldon Law. We won't back down. Meldon Law, with offices in Gainesville, Ocala, Lake City, and Fort Lauderdale. The following is a commercial announcement. Your local radio stations are here for you. No subscriptions or monthly fees necessary. We're here to give you the news, weather, and traffic you need, and the music you love. But if the foreign-owned record labels get their way, it could stop the music. They want Congress to force radio stations to pay them more money simply to play their music. Don't let radio go silent. Text LOCAL to 52886 and tell Congress to protect local radio stations. This message furnished by the National Association of Broadcasters. Hey, Florida, we know you love getting out on the water. But do you know what to wear when you're out there on the water? A life jacket, of course, and whether you're fishing, skiing, sailing, or just cruising the water, there's a perfect life jacket designed for you and your activity. Always check the label to make sure your life jacket is U.S. Coast Guard approved. Then try it on to make sure it fits properly, and then wear it. Life jackets save lives. Visit wearitflorida.com to learn more. That's wearitflorida.com. From the UF Weather Center, here is your WRUF weather update. A mix of sun and clouds today. Highs getting to near 90 degrees, even warmer heat indices. Later on in the afternoon toward the evening, scattered thunderstorms should pop up, especially closer to the nature coast and southward from Marion County southward. Locally, heavy rain rates will be possible at times. Those storms wrapping up before midnight, then overnight, partly cloudy lows in the mid to low 70s. In the UF Weather Center, I'm meteorologist Megan Morawski. And now... Dan Patrick Show. Dan Patrick. That's going to be a... 
Oh, it's Draymond. You can't do that. Like preferential treatment, I know. Basketball's been littered with preferential treatment. Draymond Green doesn't earn preferential treatment. Jalen Brown is better than Draymond Green. Do we give Jalen Brown preferential treatment? The Dan Patrick Show. Dan and the Danettes and you. Weekday mornings at 9, right here on WRUF. We are your home for Tampa Bay Rays baseball. You're listening to ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF, and anywhere in the world with the WRUF radio app. This is Hub Brown, Dean of the College of Journalism and Communications here at the University of Florida, and you are listening to Sports Scene with Steve Russell right here on ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF, you know, back to decisions that managers, coaches make. Tony LaRussa made a weird one yesterday. He walked Trey Turner with a one, he intentionally walked him with a one ball, two strike count on him. Think of that. So the advantage, in theory, is to the pitcher. He intentionally walks him. And then Max Muncy hits a three-run homer. You think he was asked about that? Yeah. I- I'm surprised more people didn't ask about Sully in terms of the infield-in-out situation. But it was more about the pitcher. Let's bring Steve to the show. Steve, hi. Hey, Steve. How are you? All right. Good. I'm so glad you had Bob on a while ago because... I sure do have a lot of questions and, and am following this PGA situation very carefully. Um, and I understood a little better after Bob's uh, explanation, but it sure did sound like the uh, PGA was being awfully vindictive. If you decide you're going to go play over here, you can never come back. Um, that just sounded kind of weird to me since the PGA – you know the PGA and the players have a lot of, a lot of, the relationship isn't smooth right now to start with, and uh, one of the other things I know they're two different entities, but I read an article the other day that was talking about the disparity between the, the PGA and the LPGA, and that's just that's another interesting note to look at that, uh, the LPGA hadn't gotten off the ball yet. Maybe it's a money thing though. It's always but, money. But don't. Yeah, don't you think it? Don't you think what the PGA is doing rather is is doing is rather vindictive? If you want to play these seven tournaments a year, then you can never come back to the PGA, given the fact that they're independent contractors. Uh, I think it. I think it depends on the lens you're looking through. Okay, if yeah. if you're the if you're a fan, right? Then yeah, I I could yeah. understand where you could say. That's pretty vindictive. But if you're a PGA person, you're just trying to protect your your entity, okay? And so, because yeah. if, if you just say, oh, go play. You could just leave whenever you want. Go. Get, we don't care. Well, then what does that do to your events? Because remember, just like, I think this week's the Canadian Open. Well, you know these events. You want to have people come out, come watch them, so you want to have the best field possible. So they're trying to protect, you know, what they have. Does it seem vindictive, Steve? Yeah, it it does, and I understand why somebody would say that. 
Yeah, well, we'll be watching it carefully. Um, a couple of th- guys think that this will all be straightened out in in two years and it'll all be forgotten. But I, I know that there are a lot of political ramifications in this, too, and the journalists have taken one side, and, and rightfully so. Um, what I wanted to know, the other question that I have is, since Norman started this thing and he got money from the prince in Saudi Arabia, is is that money the major money on this tour? Or on yes, this, on yes, it is. It is. Yes. Okay. I that that's what I wondered. You know, there's always the question of whether or not you want to take dirty money, but there's always two sides to that story too. Well, but there's um, not. There's not two sides to it because that's where the money is coming from. And that is a place, Steve, that I think a lot of sports people don't want to go anymore because of how politicized our country has become. Okay. I mentioned earlier that, you know, I'm watching the College World Series in softball. And I thought, you know, I mentioned what Oklahoma did, a classy thing for Jocelyn Allo to get out of the game last night. But then. I also saw a column that was written that said this event should not be held here anymore because the uh, some of the uh, politicians are trying to pass stricter abortion rules and laws. So why should we as women have this tournament, our showcase event, in a state like this that is doing what it's doing? Well, the fans in the stands there probably don't care, and I, I don't. I know I'm not prejudging. But you get where I'm going. So here, yeah. if you're going to play in this in this golf tournament, allegedly the people behind it, you know, had a guy killed, had a had a, a reporter killed, and nobody really has addressed that, and they've been asked it, and I understand why they don't want to address it, because it's political, and they don't want to get into that. But those are the facts. Um. Yeah. And. You know, the other thing, the flip side of that coin, too, is uh, they want to, they seem to be wanting to make America and the capitalistic system the good guy, and and we don't exactly always have our hands clean either. You know, we wrap ourselves in the American flag for the Ryder Cup and our country and, and, uh, It'll be interesting to see where all this goes. All right. Steve, thank you for your call. We appreciate it. Yeah, look. I, the fact is that the crown prince, um, you know, from Saudi Arabia, has been accused of many human rights violations, including murdering a reporter. So if you're able, as a golfer, to turn your back on that or not worry about it, well then, okay, because you're getting paid a lot of money. And it's easy to sit here and say, I wouldn't do that. Well, that's because you ain't making $125 So somebody comes to you and says, and I'm not defending it. I'm just being practical. I, I know what I would do. Okay. A hundred, a hundred and twenty-five million dollars buys a lot of hot dogs, doesn't it? And 
a lot of these guys are going to say, look, I don't want to get involved in the political end of this. I, I play golf. And they're going to pay me a lot to play golf. Some people have a deeper dive into this and say, I won't do that because of that. I mean, that that's, you know, part of life. That's decisions that, you know, we as human beings make. Mike says he agrees with the PGA. It'd be like somebody working for a company and then wanting to work for the opposing company at the same time. It's all about greed. Money is the root of all evil. Well, again, greed. If you dive deeper into this, Mike, part of part of the issue here is that some people on the PGA Tour believe that the stars, the Tiger Woodses and the Phil Mickelsons, aren't being paid enough. That's where this part of why this started. Tony says, takes a lot to get me to root for Notre Dame, but put them against Tennessee in baseball and Eureka, go Irish, he says. Yeah. It's now 5-2 to two, East Carolina over Texas, by the way, in the first of the Super Regionals being played this weekend. Um, we will soon know the teams going to Omaha. That'll be pretty cool. Uh Where's my last email here that I just got in this bunch? Uh, another Mike. Uh, he says, Steve, who's the best Gator baseball player to play in the big leagues? Wow. You could make a case for Al Rosen. Played back in the day with MVP. Uh, make a case for David Eckstein. Brad Wilkerson. Those are the three that pop up top of my head. If you have another one, let me know. 143, time check brought to you by Hayes Jewelry. Final segment coming up, ESPN, 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WYUF. Gainesville Sports Center, here's what's trending now on ESPN, 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF. Good afternoon, I'm Matthew Bell. The Tampa Bay Rays travel to Minneapolis to face off against the Minnesota Twins to start a three-game series. The Rays are coming off a three-game sweep of the St. Louis Cardinals. Tampa Bay is second in the AL East, currently seven games behind New York. The University of Florida has won the USA Today Network SEC Women's All-Sports title for the 24th time. Florida was second overall in SEC rankings behind Tennessee. Gators outfielder Wyatt Langford has accepted an invitation to the 2022 USA Baseball Collegiate National Team training camp. USA Baseball will name a 26-man collegiate national team roster after the camp that will represent the United States and Netherlands from July 9th to the 15th. That's your Gainesville Sports Center. I'm Matthew Bell. ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF. In the past, the conversation around personal mental health has been virtually non-existent. Fortunately, people everywhere are opening up to the idea that talking about our emotions and experiences isn't something to be ashamed of. But even though the narrative is changing, we still live in a world where finding support can be difficult. We knew there had to be a better way to help people take care of themselves and to take the mystery and stigma out of therapy. That's where BetterHelp began. I'm Danny, co-founder of BetterHelp Online Therapy. Our mission is simple. Find a way to make professional therapy accessible, affordable, and convenient for everyone. With BetterHelp, you can connect to a therapist by phone, video call, or even text message. You can contact your therapist when it's convenient for you. And if your therapist isn't the right fit, you can switch anytime because BetterHelp is designed with you in mind. See why over 2 million members have trusted BetterHelp for online therapy. 
Go to BetterHelp.com slash you first and get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp.com slash you first. Hi, this is Dr. Art Mowry of Exceptional Dentistry. Listen to what our clients have to say about their experience at Exceptional Dentistry. They gave me a new mouth. <laughs> I'm stunned at how much more confidence that I have now because I have a real mouth that, um, that I don't have to cover. My dentist for the past 30 years, I feel like he got to a place where wasn't sure what to do with me here. The biggest deal was they gave me an overall plan. This is where we're headed. This is what we're going to do and then work through that plan. It is a place where you can come, enjoy your time here, have pretty dramatic work done, pain-free, and then be very pleased with the results. And you leave with friends. This is Dr. Kim Mowry, and if you think you have dental problems that are too big to overcome, we're here for you. Please visit us at ExceptionalDentistry.com. That's ExceptionalDentistry.com. Let's get real about COVID. We want it to be over. Some folks are like, it's over. But it's not. And two years in, our community is still hit harder. So we can't take our eyes off the ball. We need to talk about getting everyone vaccinated or boosted and let our friends know there are treatments for people who test positive. We've come a long way, but we have to keep our head in the game. Go to covid-resources.org or call 877-904-5097. Cox Panoramic Wi-Fi includes advanced security to help protect all your connected devices. You'll get real-time alerts. Oh, like this one. So you don't have to worry about malware. Or when your kid downloads a song from a shady link and now all your computer can play is red color red color where are you <sighs> all blocked thanks to advanced security included with cox panoramic wi-fi advanced security must be enabled in the panoramic wi-fi app restrictions apply hey folks it's steve russell for my friends at southeast car agency in gainesville 310 northeast 39th avenue they've been in business family owned and operated for over 40 years and on all that time They've done one thing. They've given you the best alternative you have to purchasing a new vehicle. The cream of the crop and late model, low mileage vehicles. They do their best to get the best selection and the best quality vehicles every single day. Check them out today. Southeast Car Agency in Gainesville. Southern Sports Today with Chuck Oliver. Weekdays at 2. Right here on ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF. And on your phone with the WRUF radio app. And now, more sports scene with Steve Russell. Here on ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF. And online at WRUF.com. My producer today, Michael, big C's guy. So I know who you want to win. Get the mic there. Okay. Who's going to win game four? How could I say anything but the Celtics? Okay. Even aside from my fandom, I just think they're the more consistent team and the Warriors don't have enough depth to match the Celtics. Okay. Uh, if you recall, you surely picked the Celtics to win this. Um and I thought it was the kiss of death because it usually is. Uh, but so far, it has not been. Uh, all right, we got about a little less than 10 minutes left. You want to get us some calls in? I'd love to take them. 392-8255. Let me just give you the uh, rundown next week. It's going to be a short week next week. With summertime comes vacation. You have to take it. 
because when football season rolls around, you don't get much time off. Uh, so it'll be a short week next week, just two shows, um, Monday and Tuesday. Uh, sadly, uh, I also have to go. My, my, my dad passed away uh, a while ago, and they're actually having a military uh, service for him, which will take place next week, uh, which I will go to um, to honor his service and honor his life. Um, so that's also part of the reason about not being here. Uh, Super Regionals. East Carolina leads Texas 6-2. to two. They're in the fifth. If you want to watch them, here is what's going to go on at three. Now, this is, again, depending on the length of the games, but Oklahoma and Virginia Tech, that's the regional that Florida would have gone to, or I'm sorry, the Super Regional that Florida would have gone to. That'll be at three on ESPN2. Then... Notre Dame and Tennessee from Knoxville at 6 on ESPN2. And then Louisville and Texas A&M will be 8.30 on ESPN. So that's the first round Super Regionals coming up uh, tonight. And just some things in case you're just tuning in and maybe did not know. uh, Cincinnati, Houston, UCF reached exit deals with the American Conference to join the Big 12 in 2023. And I guess the, the question is going to be, how does that affect Texas and Oklahoma? Because with BYU going in the league, the Big 12 would be at 14 teams for two seasons if, if Oklahoma and Texas stay. So that'll be fun to monitor and fun to watch uh, as things go along. Don't forget, Rays baseball, they are taking on the Minnesota Twins. And all, isn't it funny, the Phillies fired Joe Girardi. They've won seven in a row. Sometimes that works. Sometimes it doesn't. I mean, the Angels fired Joe Madden. They kept losing, but they broke a 14-game losing streak last night. Yeah. Pretty pretty odd. Um, you can hear the Rays tonight. My Mets are playing. They're on an extended West Coast trip. I think it's the only one they make all year uh, because they played the Giants. They played the Dodgers. They played the Padres. And now they're playing the Angels. Uh, and hopefully that's a long trip. They get back home and if they can and, – and look what's happening in their division. They were running away with that division – All of a sudden, the Phillies have won seven in a row and the Braves have won eight in a row. So you you, you had the feeling it wasn't going to be the cakewalk that many thought it would be. The Mets lead over the Braves now down to six and a half games. The Phillies, not quite 500 yet, are nine out. So long way to go. Uh, Long, hot summer of baseball. Um. <clears throat> All right, let's let me give you the uh, what we're going to be carrying here on the weekend too, so you know. I have a couple of more emails to give you too. Larry says, "Can you explain how Tennessee came out on top of a Florida in the overall SEC Sports Trophy?" Yeah, it's, it's simple, Larry. How they how they did in their sports versus how Florida did in their sports. I can't give you point to point. I don't have that in front of me, but that's how it's done, um, and. You know, you don't have to win 
SEC, you can if you can win some SEC championship, but you finish high in some of the other, uh, you know, sports that you don't win, that helps you out. So if that's what you're asking, uh, that's how that is done. I'll give you an example. Uh, Florida won the women's overall championship, and they had four titles in uh, track, uh, gymnastics. And I think that's it in, in women's. They had two men's, tennis and uh, swimming. But Florida did very well on the women's side in some of the other sports, and that's why they won the uh, women's all-sports title 24th time. Tennessee won its first overall all-sports title, and they also won the men's all-sports title for the first time since 2007 2008. So Tennessee won two SEC titles only. Baseball, women's swimming. So what's that tell you? They they did well in the other sports as well to uh, get into that. So give them, give them credit for uh, what they did, and uh, they deserve that. Alabama, for everything that it is, um, doesn't do all that well. Neither does Georgia. I mean, sometimes you can be really good um, because, um, you know, on the women's side, Florida, uh, or overall, is number two. And you look at some of the other sports with Alabama and Georgia, they're just not that good. The men side, for example... Um, A&M was three, Georgia was five, and Alabama was eight. Eight. Rick says, um, oops, my email froze. Okay. Uh, oh, if it's as if in time, in your opinion, why did Madden, I'm thinking of John Madden, it means Joe Madden, fail. Oh, uh, Rick, there's a good story on that on ESPN.com that kind of digs deeper into that. I don't know, you know, enough about the Angels, but I can say this. For the money that that franchise has, I mean, look, they've got a great player in Otani, a great player in Trout, but, you know, Trout's been hurt a lot, and the surrounding talent on that team has not been all that good. Now, this year they got off to a good start, but it, they didn't maintain it. And, again, I, I would invite you to read I did not read it, but I, but I did see it. Uh, I would invite you to go to the baseball section of ESPN.com and find it, and there's a deeper dive into um, why uh, Madden did not do the job. Um, because there's also one today where it says, are the Angels really that bad? And are they still a playoff contender? So um, see that, and uh, I think that'll help. And then, you know the guy that I really like in baseball, and I know he plays in a big market? How about Nestor Cortez? All the big money that's out there, right? All these big-time pitchers, that dude is having a year for the Yankees. 
course, he's got that mustache now, right? So, I don't know. Um, first three years, three teams, 6.72 ERA. Then he grew his facial hair, okay? And since then, since he grew the facial hair, ERA 2.35. And that's across 153 innings, and he has struck out 10 batters per nine innings of work. He's 27 years old. He leads Major League Baseball, or he did lead it into his, uh, his start when, uh, when he played the Twins. So sometimes you grow a little facial, do something weird. It's really strange, but he's done really, really well. That is our show for today. Our thanks to Bob Herrick, who covers golf for Sports Illustrated, Amanda Rose, who also covers golf. Um, and you can hear her uh, podcast that she does. Um, and then uh, Blake Alderman, 24-7 Sports, talking college football recruiting. We have raised baseball tonight and throughout the weekend, and we hope that you will listen up here and join us back here on Monday. We'll know more about the Super Regionals. And we'll know a whole lot more about the NBA Finals and maybe the Lightning. I hope not, but they could be back in the Stanley Cup Final. Thanks to Michael for producing. We thank you for listening. Enjoy your weekend. You're listening to ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF. Gainesville, U251CG, Gainesville. From the Spurrier's Gridiron Grill Studios, we are ESPN 981 FM, 850 AM, WRUF.